0: Welcome to the Digital Glue Podcast. These digital untangling episodes are brought to you by Crystal Kordalchuk, CEO and founder of Virtually Untangled. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who need untangling from the day-to-day tasks in their business. These virtual world untanglers never underestimate the power of a good idea. And if that sounds like a lofty goal, well, it is. A decade ago, Virtually Untangled was founded with the goal of creating meaningful digital experiences that connect with people. Crystal and her team of honorary Untanglers are now providing business owners, just like you, the opportunity to own your story and share it with the world. So every Tuesday morning, she'll be dropping a new episode that will help you think big and dream even bigger. Let's dive into today's episode.
1: A few years back, I was talking with a co-worker at my old 9-to-5 job about books to read involving creativity, and she strongly suggested Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. It piqued my interest, of course, as we deepened in the conversation, because this book was about creative living beyond fear, something I was honestly struggling with at that very moment, both personally with my artwork and professionally at my dead-end job. So during my lunch hour, I immediately ran to the bookstore to grab a copy, and to my surprise, it was on the shelf labeled Staff Picks. So that means it must be good, right? It was one of those books you just couldn't put down. A real page turner, as Elizabeth talked about how creativity is sacred, yet not sacred, and that what we make matters enormously, yet doesn't matter at all and how in a way we're alone in our thoughts as we create because art is a crushing chore and a wonderful privilege. She clearly stated that the world wants to be made and it wants to be made through you. That got me thinking, why are all creatives so afraid about unpacking their creativity? And Elizabeth puts it like this, the real reason we don't move creatively ahead is always and only in fear. I honestly do not know one person who isn't doing multiple things or aspiring to do yet another. This is the true path to being a creative individual. Our minds never stop, even when we're sleeping or trying to fall asleep. For me, it all started when I was a young girl. I was always doodling, coloring, and interested in any DIY projects I could get my hands on. That led to art school for me, then tech and design school right after graduation. Yet during my many years of schooling, I was always told by my teachers, mentors, and others around me that I needed to buckle down, focus, and find my artistic style. Find my style? What the heck does that even mean? Being told I had to find one single artistic style to bundle up my entire being seemed utterly impossible, and I truly didn't like that idea. I struggled with that for many years, trying to find my style, moving from one art style onto the next, and trying every possible medium out there. Then one day it came to me. Being a creative individual shouldn't just stop at one medium, one type of project, or one DIY skill set. To me, being a creative individual meant that I should be able to dive into any artistic styles or different ways that tickled my fancy at that time and just work to perfect the inspiration I was working on at that very moment. Then see where that took me next. Creativity allows us to stretch our minds, do new and exciting things, and engage ourselves in a way that takes us one step closer to reaching our full potential. During all those years of creative style struggle, I learned that I was better at some creative outlets than others. And that's what brought me to becoming a graphic and web designer. I worked for years to perfect my skills in this niche and never stopped to wonder if another career choice would have been better suited for my personality and lifestyle. I knew in my gut that being a designer was the path I was supposed to be on. So every single day, I kept creating and never stopped learning as technology grows as quickly as we age. As a creative individual, I find I have a great deal of energy, both mental and physical. I can spend hours working on a single project, whether it be designing, painting, or even DIYing. Doing these things holds my attention at a very deep level that nothing else truly does, while remaining enthusiastic about the next step next brushstroke, and of course, next big idea. No, I'm not hyperactive, but yes, maybe a little OCD. During my downtime, my mind constantly races. I'm always quietly thinking and reflecting on things I just created and other things that hold my creative interest. I'm always hunting down that next big idea. So I guess you can call it what it is. I'm a realistic daydreamer. I like to daydream and imagine all the possibilities and wonders of the world around me. I tend to immerse myself in imagination and fantasy, yet due to my design background, remain grounded in that which is real. And that's how I found my style. And those around me tend to agree. I tend to be bold or italic, but never regular. Bit of graphic design humor there, haha. Most artists who don't have a design background tend to be less organized and create art while flying by the seat of their pants. However, I'm quite different. I plan every stage, color and angle all the way until I can envision the end before I've even begun my project. When it comes to the artist inside me, I like to joke that I'm an organized creative. My graphic and web design brain somehow meet in the middle with my artistic brain and create a magical combination of the two. And vice versa when it comes to my virtually creative projects. I cannot seem to separate the two. But to me, that's what makes my creative abilities so special. I've learned to merge what I have knowledge on from all angles and create masterpieces in all areas of my creative lifestyle. Usually some people see things as they are and say why, while I dream of things that never were and say why the heck not. I hope you enjoyed this short little story about what I've learned about myself as a creative individual and how I managed to beat past that struggle to not let one art form bound and limit me to who I am and who I want to continue to be as an artist. It's okay to love to do more than one thing or style and be proud of all the craziness that comes with the passion. I feel that is what sets one apart from the rest of the world and makes each and every one of us in the world of creativity original. I feel that is what sets one apart from the rest of the world and makes each and every one of us in the world of creativity original. And with that being said, before we dive into a special edition conversation for creative business owners, I will leave you with this short quote to ponder upon. If you walk in the footprints of others, you won't make any of your own. Okay, so now that you know a bit more about me in the land of creativity, I thought I'd end off with a shout out to all you creatives out there who want to migrate your special skills into the land of business. Thus ending off today's untangling podcast with how to write a business plan if your business revolves around creative services and of course why you need one so that you will actually follow to achieve your goals. If you think about it a business plan is somewhat like a roadmap. It is a plan that maps out how you and your business will get from where you are to where you want to be. I have talked about setting goals in previous blog posts and podcast episodes, and your business plan should dovetail the goals you have set out for your business and ideally for your life. So grab your notebook or automate this next part as we get into the why portion of needing a business plan. We are creatives. We create. We tend to be right brain thinkers. Although I have recently read that newer research indicates the left brain right brain dichotomy is a myth. So let's just say that some creative folks resist the idea of plotting a linear path and then being expected to follow it. Such a plan can seem entirely too confining, especially for creative individuals. If it is against your nature to make long term plans, then you are probably not going to write or follow a business plan unless circumstances require you to do so. I'm the unicorn of the artistic crowd. While I am artistic and creatively driven, I also love planning and keeping track of things and using systems to help with all that. I feel I am so lucky to have such talent and drive in both areas, even though they're quite opposites. Have you ever heard the expression, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up somewhere else? Well, it's a book title, and I've also seen these words attributed to people other than the author of that book. The point is, what a true statement. It's all about setting goals, planning how to accomplish them, and staying focused. Writing a business plan will help you focus like nothing else. Designers, artists, writers, and other creatives running a business must decide for themselves if they have a specific business goal they want or need to reach, meaning a destination in mind, some place you want your business to take you, even if it's just into the next year or two. That's where meeting that goal requires a plan, a business plan, that is. Without mapping out your path to reach your desired goal, it'll take a heck of a lot longer to reach it, if you reach it at all. That being said, here's another expression you may have heard, failing to plan is planning to fail. That sounds a bit harsh, but it is simply another way of saying you need a business plan. Here are some possible reasons you, a creative professional running your own business, needs a business plan. Number one, you want to reach specific financial goals. Perhaps you're saving to buy a home or rent a studio. How much money do you need for that? Add up the cost of everything you might need, and that will give you your financial goal above and beyond what you require for basic living expenses. Do not forget to include related business expenses like the cost of insurance. Number two, you want a loan from the bank or you're seeking investors in your business. Even if you have great credit rating, banks and investors will always want to see a business plan. They want to be sure you succeed so that you can repay them. Their term for this process is due diligence, part of their risk management function. They are managing their risks. A business plan will help you manage your risks. Number three, you want to reach a certain milestone. Perhaps you have a goal that is not based on amassing a specific amount of money write a best-selling novel within the next five years. Have your photographs published by a calendar company. Have one of your designs selected by an apparel company. Not all goals have financial endpoints. Your business plan will help you determine how to reach that milestone and also how you can support yourself financially while you work towards that if you have strong realistic and meaningful goals that provide you with enough motivation your business plan has a better chance of seeing you all the way to your goals the business plan will help you stay focused on the end game all right next up how to write a business plan for a creative services business not quite sure where to start well why not start by writing down everything you can think of in relation to the following prompts this is not the time to perfect and polish your plan you want to first collect any ideas that come during this process basically you are starting in brainstorming mode if the document becomes too lengthy you can always trim it later mission statement or artist statement Most business plans start with the business's mission statement. In a case like this, where you are the business, you may call it an artist statement. Whatever you call it, describe what makes you and your art, product, or service unique and what you hope to accomplish through your creative business. Business Description What will your business do? What will you create and sell, publish, teach? Describe the products or services you will offer and what your goals for the business are. What time frame will this business plan cover? 6 months? 1 year? If your goals are long term, you may need to break them down into shorter range goals so you can assess your progress over time. Marketing plan This is where things get fun, well at least for me because I'm a total nerd. The marketing plan should be multifaceted. Your brand here is where you can get even more creative, right? Yes! You will need a visual representation of your brand as well as a way to express in words, which ties back to your mission statement or artist statement. Target markets. You need to think very concretely about your target markets. To whom will you be marketing and how will you reach them? Whom do you need to reach in order to be successful? If your goal is to teach, where will you find your students? Pricing. Whether you are selling songs you have written, poetry books or services such as graphic design, this is the time to think how much you are going to charge. To some extent, this will be based on how much money you need to make, but it is also dependent on what price the marketplace will support. Research your competition and what they are charging. Marketing Strategy. How will you get the word out? How will you find customers or clients? Not sure? Well, here's some ideas. A website. If you're not familiar with SEO, search engine optimization, you will need to enroll someone who is. A virtual assistant, perhaps? Blogging. Even if you do not like to write, blogging can build an audience for your work over time. Also, you can use blogging to build a network of like-minded souls. I can attest that blogging has contributed more to my business than I ever thought possible emails to your mailing list likely in the form of a newsletter set your publication schedule and stick to it with consistency social media which platform will you use it is better to start with one or two and branch out later you need to maintain a consistent presence on each platform before you launch another referrals can you get people to recommend your work If you are providing a service instead of producing art, can you ask for reviews or referrals? And last but not least in this section, advertising. Can you afford to pay for ads? And if so, where will you place them? Only use advertising if you have reason to believe that your target markets will respond to it. All right, now going back to the main hub of the list, financials. Looking back at your target markets and your pricing, what are your revenue sources? You need to predict your income and your expenses for the coming year and theoretically show a profit. If you predict it will take a few years to show a profit, you need to explain that. Your projected earnings should at least cover your business expenses and your living expenses unless you have another source of income. If you cannot earn enough from your art at first you will need a side job to pay the bills include that here if you have been in business for a year or more you can include your prior years financials as evidence of what you can expect to earn organization will you build a team or do you already have one in place provide those details if your business but will be a one woman one man show will you hire virtual assistants to cover functions that you are weak on Examples might be accounting or social media marketing. Alright, and last but not least on this list, action plan. Write out a series of next steps to take over time that will result in you reaching your short-term goals on the way to reaching your longer-term goals. Literally, what do you need to do first once the business plan is completed? What do you need to do after that? And after that? And after that? And after that? And that wraps up the basics. So you're probably now wondering, where do I go from here? Well, for starters, I certainly hope I have not overwhelmed you. And if I did, feel free to touch base with me by commenting on this episode, DMing me on social, or simply dropping me an email. And I'd be more than happy to walk you through the process and answer any questions you have. No fees attached. That being said, clearly a business plan needs to include a lot of detailed information. Just because you are an artiste does not mean you do not need a plan. Writing it out requires you to think through the specifics in a way that you might not have done before. It also helps you focus on exactly what steps you need to take to make your business successful. If you have a mentor or a business coach, ask them to look over your business plan to confirm whether it's realistic. If you are working solo and do not need any loans or investors, it is possible that your mentor or coach will be the only person other than yourself to see that document. Are you sputtering right now? Wait, I've done all this work and I may be the only person who will see it. Trust me, it's worth the work every single minute of it. A clear business plan will keep you focused and moving forward. Expect to look over it several times a year, even monthly at first, to make sure you're staying on track. If you find you are spending a lot of time on actions that are not included in your business plan, take a step back. You will need to either revise your business plan to include these tasks, stop doing them all together, or delegate them to a virtual assistant. Expect to update or refresh your business plan at least once a year. Are you seeing that your pricing was off the mark, your target market includes demographics you had not anticipated, or new marketing techniques have come out on the scene? It is much better to revise your written plan to include these unexpected developments rather than drift off and do whatever feels right creatively without document the shift in direction. To be meaningful, your business plan should reflect the realities of your business. Now tell us, what's your creative story?
0: And that's a wrap. Virtually Untangled is a full service business, which means they've got you covered on design and content right through to digital and organization. You'll form a long lasting relationship with them as collaboration is central to everything they do. Now it's time to seize the moment and become inbox friends. It's easy to do. Just hop on over to virtuallyuntangled.com or their Facebook page to opt in and receive instant access to the most inspirational ride of your life. So what are you waiting for? Become inbox friends with VU. Until the next episode, keep untangling.